the breakdown politics with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies telling you what you need to know regarding politics breaking it down politics welcome to another episode of politics with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies and we won't stop, and we don't stop We ain't gonna let the haters strive We gonna do what we gotta do, we gonna stay alive We gonna fight the power and fight the bullshit This is politics, motherfucker, pulpit Oh, we on it, on it Yeah, motherfucker, yep, we on it Can't stop the motherfucking ruckus <laughs> The revolution won't be televised Site, get me on Instagram, social media, iTunes, Google Plus, Google Play, TuneIn, Alexa, and all that shit, motherfucker. Right. And now, for Mercer <laughs> Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies, bringing you the truth as we know it about politics. This is Politics. What's going on? What's going on? Right. We call this Trump a get it. It's crazy in this world, and I ain't finna sweating. You know what I mean, West Coast? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, I used to read the comics a lot when I was younger, and they had a whole thing called the Age of Apocalypse, where the villain Apocalypse in a timeline took over everything. So this is like the Age of Trump, where it's just like, you know, you can't, you can't ever say, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, because an hour later... Someone's going to top that. Not only that, it's like, it's not even the dumbest thing. It's like, it can't get no worse than this right here, all right? Nothing else can be more buffoonerish, if that's not even a word, but you get what I'm saying, right. than where we at right now. And then all of a sudden, whoops, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know not to say, my mama always say, never say up, never. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So I, I got a couple of quick hits that I want to get to, and one I just had to throw on because I just, I just saw a video like 10 minutes ago that I had to throw on there. I mean, we can't see videos, of course, but you get the, you get the gist of it. I got an update on uh, Foxconn. I was talking about Foxconn, the Taiwanese death company, as I call them, that was supposed to be building a plant in Wisconsin right. where they're going to get all these concessions to build the plant. Uh, the CBO did a preliminary score on it. Now, keep in mind, they did mention that the score is very preliminary. And it's based on the market staying as is. Okay? So don't take it as gospel. Mm -hmm. But if everything stays as is, basically the people of the taxpayers of Wisconsin will not see a return on their investment until 2042. Ooh. So basically, uh, it'll be about 25 years before they see any profit on their investment in Foxconn bringing jobs in. So, the basic, basically, it's just a giveaway to Foxconn. And Foxconn has no, there's no loyalty there. So, if any time where things start to become unprofitable, Foxconn can just be like, well, peace out, y'all, and just take the money and run, literally. So, we knew that Foxconn deal was bad from the start, just on its base, but the CBO score does not make it any better. So now the people of Wisconsin are starting to speak out against that deal. You know, Trump's whole thing of him being a deal maker and, you know, Scott Walker and Paul Ryan, you know, his courses from Wisconsin is basically 
give the corporations what they want, and maybe, just maybe, some crumbs will fall off their plate and land in your uh, <laughs> land on your plate. That's not going to happen. So, and jump to the next one real quick. Uh, I thought this was, I don't condone violence, but I thought these, these next two stories are kind of funny. Uh, there was a guy. Funny like, ha, 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 or funny like, what? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay, the, okay. There was a tourist in Germany. Uh, he goes to Germany uh, on vacation. And he gets very drunk, and he makes a Nazi salute outside of a cafe. And a bystander saw him make the, the salute and beat him up. <laughs> it ran. And the thing in Germany is that uh, Nazi salutes, Nazi paraphernalia, all that other stuff is outlawed. And having that stuff can get you a maximum sentence of up to three years in prison, although most people, uh, most judges, just opt to just giving them stiff fines. So it's not like here where Confederate flags are considered, quote-unquote, you know, heritage. You know, you figure Germany was the main focus of two world wars. You know, they're not trying to go back to that again. That type of hate speech is outlawed. So... It's basically like showing up to an NAACP concert uh, with like a with like a giant Confederate flag on, you know, draped over your shoulder like a cape. You're gonna get yeah. beat up, man. And I, and I'm like, I don't know why this dude. Do they have neo Nazis in Germany? Yes, of course they do. Are they walking around with swastikas and doing Nazi salutes? No, because it's illegal. So. <sighs> He luckily the guy, you know, he just got some bruises. He wasn't hurt really badly, but I just thought that was funny. And last thing before I get into the main, uh, Lou, do you know you get your teeth knocked out, motherfucker? <laughs> get, your, get your teeth punched out of your head, Blue. Do you know who Jason Kessler is? Nah, I'd be lying if I did. I just found out about him today. I knew uh, kind of who he was, but I found out today. He was, part of, he was uh, organizing this Unite the Right thing that uh, brought all these people to uh, Charlottesville and eventually got that young girl uh, killed. And Sunday, he was giving a press conference, and this was on NBC News. He's trying to give a press conference talking about what happened, and basically he gets set upon by a bunch of hippies, and they're yelling at him, and uh, they chased him away. And the part I thought was funny is, like, this guy isn't just some, you know, strapping, you know, he's like this little dumpy guy, you know. So he brings in all these people who are inspiring all this violence. And if you watch the video, he looks so terrified. And the people chasing him are not, like, you know, big, violent-looking skinheads. They look like dudes who are online at Starbucks and getting mad because there's not enough milk in his latte, you know. And somebody tackled him. And I swear to God, I couldn't see it clearly. I tried to watch it like four or five times to see if it was. I think a woman tackled him <laughs> before the cops got to him and, and took him away to safety. But just watching him run away, run away in terror, I, I, I figure it like this. If there's going to be a new civil war, at least now I know who's not going to be on the front lines. <laughs> what do you think, Blue? You think when people get their comeuppance like that, so long as they don't get hurt? You know, because like I said, I don't want to see people get hurt. Hold on, but, hold on. Before we get into that. Yeah. I, just, I was reading this thing you sent me about the Arrowverse. Is Constantine no longer on television? Because I don't see no recent shows of Constantine. 
2015, I think. I didn't. I don't know if it got the second season. And what's Vixen? What's that about? Oh, it's hard to explain. I know. What, cha- I, what I, channel is it on? Um, I, I don't know. I don't watch TV, man. If it's not on Netflix, I just bootleg it. Oh my goodness, you sound like me. <laughs> Let's go to a music break real quick while I go get something situated. Okay. All right. Then I answer your question, okay? All right. Yeah. I don't know if they know, though. They lost, bro. They lost, bro. They underestimated. Yeah. They lost, bro. We got to break it down for them. Yeah. Break it down. Get loose. See the body be a body be you. Try to multiply number five times two. What it do? What the number really got to do with you? Yeah, break it down. Get loose. See the body be a body be you. Try to multiply number five times two. What it do? What the number really got to do with you? Yeah. I'll praise the most high. Most rappers will die. I will rap till I die. Till I'm presented in the sky. Hopefully. I've done some shit in my past Horrible things that you really couldn't even imagine Set me on fire, I'm on fire Fuck lighting a match and lighting your ass up Brighten your ass by yeah. Telling the truth Fuck all the lies that came Slavy telling you Saying the game is dead but really it's yeah. just beauty resting I need answers quick before they ask the puny questions Who's straight, who's dark, who's yeah. cold, who's black, who's dead, who's not, who won, who lost Ah, that's just yeah. a sad generation Try to tell, repping hard, we just running They yeah. just face it, huh? Break it down She said she'd be on, but uh, she was on, and I think she just dropped off, so. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, back to it before I get to the main stuff, uh, the Jason Kester thing. You know, I, and like I said, while I don't condone violence, it's kind of good to see people like that get their comeuppance. So, it, I mean. Well, just like somebody said today, I forgot where I was at, where I heard it. They were like, the only language they respect is violence, for they are begotten. From violence themselves. 
and and I think I, I like the fact that he didn't get hurt. Like he was just really scared, but no one really got no one really hurt him. Only his pride, because I do think that was a woman that tackled him. <laughs> like he was trying to cut through some sort of garden, some bushes, and a, a, I think a girl tackled him. I thought that was hilarious, because I mean, and the, and the people that were mad were like, "Hey, you brought these people here to Charlottesville, you know, and now somebody's dead." You know, and 19 other people injured, and then, but I'm getting ahead of myself. But, you know, this whole weekend, people have been talking about racism, right? And to me, this is just my opinion, there's a difference between being a racist and racism. And the main thing is, like, these, these kids who were marching uh, on Charlottesville, right, that they feel marginalized, that they feel like they're not being heard. And I, I, I think they're full of shit for that. You know? Because you figure anybody could be a racist. Anybody. Doesn't matter the color of your skin. I never like the term reverse racism because it only to me it implies that only one race of people can be racist. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That's where you're wrong, Merck. Racism is all about a condition of power. No right. other race can be racist except for whites because they're the only ones who yield them ultimate power. Well, I, I, I slightly disagree with you, okay? Mm-hmm. Put it like this. Can a black man be racist against Mexicans? Yes. Can a How? Chinese man be racist against a Japanese woman? Sure. Can a Jewish man be racist against Germans? Yeah. But I do agree with you on the fact that racism is the system in which racists thrive. So basically... That system is rigged toward white people because of, because they kind of built that system. So anybody could be a racist, but racism, but white people can't be victims of racism because it's basically that system is set up to help them thrive. So put it like this, right? World War II, the GI Bill, right? That bill was supposed to help soldiers who come who came back from World War II get loans so they can get buy houses and, you know, get themselves situated, right? Great bill. And the bill was basically not designed to be color-specific. If you fought in a war, you're supposed to get that money. Mm-hmm. But uh, racist politicians slipped a poison pill into that legislature that said that the loan officers could deny loans at their discretion for no reason. So who do you think was, were denied loans? African-Americans. Absolutely. Asian-Americans. Yeah. Italian-Americans. Mm-hmm. So any, anybody <laughs> who was not supposed to be part of the system. The American dream, exactly. So Indian-Americans or Native Americans. So when I see these, uh, as Michael Rappaport said, these uh, Tiki Torch carrying coffee cup Nazis, you know, with their Gap shirts. <laughs> when, I, when I saw that picture... When I first saw it, I swear to God, it looked like... Uh, you ever watch the old Frankenstein from the 30s? Um, the, I, I didn't see the whole thing. I'm pretty sure I saw some clips. At, at the very end of the movie where they chased Frankenstein into that windmill. Right. And they, right. All, and they all had the torches. Right. I thought that it was a colorized version of Frankenstein being supported by the Gap. Because I'm looking at these kids and I'm just like... You know, all of them, they look like they all look young. Like you know. yuppies or something, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they got tiki torches. George like Wallace they go to was like, Duke or some shit, or UNC. Yeah. yeah. 
George Wallace was like, I thought they was having the luau. I got my I got my grass skirt and my Kahlua. <laughs> Come find out. <laughs> it's just a bunch of Nazis. And my thing is this. We right? call them neo-Nazis. The new neo-Nazis, right. You know, it, it's all in the name, I guess. Right. But my thing is this. You can't say that racism is, uh, you know, is happening to you when you're in a system where it benefits you. It's built to benefit you. So can somebody be racist against them? Sure. But are they victims of racism? No, not even close. So the fact that they're out there marching because they feel like they're marginalized, it's a bunch of bullshit. So if that's their excuse, it's a pretty shitty excuse. Like my mama say, any excuse will do. Now, my thing is this. It's a system that benefits white people whether they want it to benefit them or not. And the reason why I say that is because, I mean, I look at, you know, people who I grew up with, people who I work with, people who live in my neighborhood. They would never want to be put ahead of somebody else because of the color of their skin. That's the furthest thing from their minds. But it happens anyway. And there's nothing they could do about it because it's the system. And the only way to break the system is from the inside. We can't do it from the outside. It's got to be done from the inside. And that's, not the easy, and that's not the easiest thing to do in the world. I wrote a song about it. Here it go. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, right now. Mr. McAfee. Hey. <laughs> so let's, let's jump on to that and talk about what happened in Charlottesville. You know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is this going to be one of the depression shows that I'm going to slip my wrist after it's all said and done? Yeah, uh, it sounds like it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to interject with some funny. I can't take all this serious shit. Not on no Monday. You know bro. what? That and, and that's perfectly fine. You know, right, it, can't be, it, it can't be a whole hour of doom and gloom. But, all right, there you go. You know, Let's do it. I, 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 I got to get it off my chest. Okay, you know? and I got to say something fucked up in the meanwhile. We got this. We got this. We're, right. we're the perfect pair. Laurel and Hardy. The black Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what it all boiled down to is what we thought it was uh, the other day. It's basically these people came down to defend the statue. And I will say one thing about uh, Republicans. Republicans always hate on liberals for participation trophies. They're like, you know, people who get a trophy just for participating. Because they're like, everybody's got to feel good, right? All these Confederate monuments are the ultimate participation trophies. Because you're giving trophies to people who lost. Robert E. Lee lost. All these Confederate generals lost. They're losers. Are, are, are there statues to Hitler in Germany? No. You know why? Because he fucking lost. No. It, it's absolutely amazing how Republicans never see the irony of this. Never. It's the ultimate participation trophy to have a Confederate statue. So basically, they were taking down a statue of uh, Robert E. Lee, you know, who was the Confederate general. And all these people converged on Charlottesville to protest. So, of course, you had the, uh, the, anti, the uh, and I don't know if it was Antifa, but the anti-fascist marched, and there were, there were clashes and, uh, and stuff like that. And then eventually, a, uh, 
James Alex Fields, 20-year-old from Ohio, got in his car and mowed down about 20 people and uh, killed one of them, a woman named uh, Heather Heyer, H-E-Y-E-R. Hopefully I pronounced her name right. She was the only person that was killed. And I remember I was watching it. Some uh, The Hill had a reporter there. And when I got onto it on Facebook, it had just happened. So there were people in the street laid out, and somebody was giving CPR to uh, the woman. And unfortunately, I, I, think she, I, I think she died on the scene. And the reporter that was taping, one of the cops broke her camera. So the last thing you heard before the, before the feet went out was like, get that fucking camera out. And then he just like, he, he breaks her camera. You know? And, you know, we've been going over all this, you know, the last couple of days. So I'm not going to go too much more into it. But I do want to talk about one thing that kind of made me mad. And that was Donald Trump's response. Right? You figure uh, Donald Trump's response to it which was later on that day, was he said, we condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides, on many sides. It's been going on for a long time in our country. Not Donald Trump, not Barack Obama. This has been going on for a long, long time. First of all, there was no reason for him to, to mention Obama. None. Okay? This has nothing to do with Obama. And he didn't, he didn't even have to mention himself, but he is Donald Trump, so he always has to mention himself. But in that response, he didn't call out the neo-Nazis who were causing all the violence, because that's his base. <laughs> Those are the only people left. All the people who voted for Trump because uh, they thought he was going to help them out economically, they thought he was going to build a wall, which I guess is still kind of racist. Um all the stuff all those people are gone his approval rating is like 32% so that's just his core and he has to appeal to his core so he basically he can't just badmouth them like that although he had, he had to later because he felt all the pressure so a few hours ago he gave another statement he said racism is evil uh, and those who cause violence in this name are criminals and thugs including the KKK neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. Oh, he said that? He said, oh yeah, he said that uh, a couple hours ago. Now, the I, revolution would not be televised. Yeah. There would now, be no pictures of pigs shooting down <laughs> brothers in the instant replay. There would be no pictures of young being run out of Harlem on a rail of a brand new process. There would be no slow motion of still life of Roy Wilkins showing through Watson a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he had been saving for just the right occasion. Green Acres, the Beverly Hills, and Hooterville Junction would no longer be so damn relevant. And women would not care if Dick finally gets down with Jane on Search for Tomorrow because black people will not be the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. I will tell you one thing. I would never memorize that whole thing. I'm bad at that sort of thing. <laughs> I got songs I've been listening to you for 20 years, and I can't tell you the lyrics. Man, so. but Gil Scott I, heard was the truth, right? You know what I'm saying? I did not know that the very first, uh, I want to say, was that the first Saturday Night Live with Richard Pryor? And Gil Scott Heron was the musical guest. Oh, man, I have to look for that. That sounds like something I would want to see. Yeah, and that's the first time I'd ever heard Gil Scott Heron was when he was on uh, 
Saturday Night Live with and with uh, when Richard Pryor was the host. But ain't it a play on words how Gil Scott Heron basically succumbed to death by heroin? Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, it's sad. I mean, heroin just devastated the black communities back then. You know, the way it's devastating uh, the <laughs> suburbs now. But let me ask you guys a question. That second statement that Trump said, right? If he had said that two days ago, would we still be ragging on him or would we, or would we, would we have just let it go? Even if we didn't believe him, just the fact that he had called him out when it happened, would we still be making a big deal about it or would we have just let it go? What do you guys think? I think because it's Trump, no matter what he said, we would have found fault in it. That's just the way we're yeah. designed. Yeah, I said the same way. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I just wouldn't believe him. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I wouldn't have believed him, but just the fact that he had said it would have been enough for me. But the fact that he said it now, after he, got, after he caught all that heat for giving that anemic response, that, that milk toast, you know, BS response, and now he comes out two days later like he just, re- like he just read Wikipedia and found out who the KKK was. And then he was like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, his daughter, she wrote, his, his daughter wrote a very amazing um, speech. I listened to it today at work, mm-hmm. and I was very impressed by his daughter's speech. Very impressed. I almost wanted him to be my president. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and to make it worse, uh, that weekend... Donald Trump. Kind of funny. It was like a little orange ball talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's this, this little orange ball looks so cute. Yo, he really reminds, he looks like he needs to be on South Park, right? Doesn't he look like a South Park character? <laughs> this, 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 is a, this is an abomination. We should be getting along. Everyone should get together and be along. Racist nations, racists should never, ever prosper. No matter if you're black or white. What, what, what do black people got to do with this shit? Black or white. All of us should get along. <laughs> Carmen, Carmen. <laughs> oh, man. I swear to God. It, he looks like, like like a jack-o'-lantern. He's so orange. Like he, he, just need a, he just needs a candle in his mouth and he needs to be a jack-o'-lantern. But I, that same weekend that that happened... Trump put out an ad attacking the media and calling them his enemy. And then uh, he actually had, like, he was singling out reporters, like from CNN, MSNBC, you know, Huffington Post. And I was just like, this guy is insane, you know, because he's, he's scared. Just because all this stuff went on over the weekend and, you know, threat nuclear war doesn't mean that Robert Mueller is still not gathering information on them. Robert Mueller doesn't give a shit about North Korea, doesn't give a shit about Charlottesville. He just, can't, he just has one purpose, find this information on Donald Trump and get him out of office. Mm. That's his single-minded fury right there, and Trump knows it. So no matter how many nuclear wars he starts, he can invade Venezuela, he can invade North Korea, he can invade Pakistan or Afghanistan again. Robert Mueller's still going to get him. Forgive my ignorance, because maybe I just don't know a lot about politics, but a little bit I do know I got from Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies <laughs> on politics. <laughs> but for real though, can he be impeached for something he did before becoming president? I mean, for real, for real? That all depends. Can he be impeached? Yes. Uh, certain crimes don't have a statute of limitations. You know, certain crimes do. You know, 
even rape has a statute of limitations, which is why Bill Cosby is going to skate on most of these rapes. But certain states like California is trying to extend the time period that you can have that statute of limitations. But if those crimes that he did back then uh, extend into what he's doing now, like for instance, if there is truth to the fact that uh, Trump has been money laundering for the Russians and has been doing it for a long time, uh, yeah, he could be impeached for that. You know, because your president's not supposed to be a criminal. And money laundering, of course, as we all know, is highly illegal. You figure the housing market in California, especially in Los Angeles, is destroyed because you have people from China and people from Russia. All these rich oligarchs who are trying to hide their money, what they do is they buy properties in the U.S. You know? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ain't no need to launder money because all they do is print money anyway. Do you think 80% of the money we have is even backed by gold right now? No, it's floated bills, paper bills. It ain't shit. So no, no, no. Really no. For, you know what I mean? We don't have to launder money. They do. Talk about the people, the, the rich people in China and uh, in Russia. They have to launder their money, not us. Mm. You know. So they get these. Uh, they invest in these U.S. properties, and basically, you you're not allowed to just buy houses and let them sit there. So they actually pay companies to make it look like the houses have been lived in. Well, shit. Let me live in one of the motherfuckers. <laughs> but they do it to launder money and they've been investigating Trump for years on possible money laundering charges with the Russians you know as I said before US banks don't lend Trump money anymore because he's too much of a risk so and even his son has admitted that yeah they get all, you know all this money that they, they've been getting for all these golf courses and stuff like that they've been getting it from the Russians so if you have a president who owes the Russians all this money especially if he's involved with the Russian mafia don't you think he's going to be doing things that's going to favor Russia? Uh, duh, that's what lobbyists are for. That's what we do every time you lobbyists get in a politician's ear. That's why the votes go that way, or certain legislation goes that way. That's the American way. It always has been, always will. I yep. think Bernie was going to clean it up. Obama cleaned it up a little bit. Bernie definitely was going to clean it up, but you know, mm-hmm. Obama had his moments, his his good and his bad, and his bad was that. Uh, he really didn't do nearly enough to put those bankers in jail that ruined the economy. You know, the little good he did was like he. Uh, I was wrong about one thing. I thought that he didn't allow lobbyists into the White House. That was actually not true. He didn't allow lobbyists uh, to affect the DNC. And once, uh, what's his name? Uh, the new guy, Keith. El- no, not Keith Ellison. The guy with the raspy voice, I always forget his name. But once he got in there, no, not, not him, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Once she got in there, all that went out the window. You know, the whole rule about the lobbyists went out the window. So, but I, uh, one last thing on this whole, uh, oh, wow, okay. One last thing on this whole uh, Charlottesville thing. You basically... Uh, you know that CNN, MSNBC, Huffington Post, uh, Guardian, they're all going to get on Donald Trump. And you know, of course, the one publication who's going to be on Trump's side, and that's Fox News. right? So Fox News tried to run this whole uh, false equivalency thing. 
And they look like buffoons up there. They always do. The Fox and Friends, holy shit, man. If those guys were on any other television station, they would just be called into the office one day and they would be they'd be beaten with bats and thrown into a dumpster. Like, that's how horrible they are. But on Fox News, you're a superstar. And then Trump watches them all day long. I joked about I forgot what had happened. But it happened, like, early in the morning. And I joked about it. I was like, how did Trump know about, oh, the vote for uh, where, where McCain gave him the thumbs down? They did that at, like, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, how did Trump know about that at 2 o'clock in the morning when Fox and Friends don't come on till 6? Because mm. that's how he gets his news from Fox and Friends. But there was also something very horrible. There's a, a publication called the Daily Stormer. They're basically a Nazi newspaper, you know. And basically, and in this day and age, you can never say it used to be if somebody said something horrible, right? You'd be like, well, yeah, that's too horrible for that person to say. I need to look into that. I don't think he really said that. In this day and age, if someone says something horrible, you can take it on, you can take it on its face until it comes out that he didn't say it because in, it's the age of Trump. So, yeah, they did say it. So Daily Stormer ran an article about uh, Heather, uh, Heather Hare, the one who died uh, after being hit by that car in Charlottesville. And they basically wrote an article saying that they were like, come on, you know you're glad that she's dead. Ooh. That basically because she was overweight and because she was 32 and didn't have any kids. And in, their, in the article, they were just like, you know, a woman's only purpose is for breeding. And if she doesn't have kids and she's 32, then she's just a waste of life. Now, hearing me say that, right, you're like, there's no way that's true, right? And when I first saw it, I was like, that, that's not true. Uh, you know what? I'm, like, I'm not even going to bother looking it up because it's going to come up on Snopes and find out that they didn't say it. No, that's true. They actually wrote that. <laughs> and what's the, what's the um, newsletter called? Or whatever the, it's called? the Daily Stormer. Because someone put it on my page, and I was like, well, that sounds like some Darth Vader rebel sword shit. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. doesn't sound like something I would want to... That sounds like something that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Daily Stormer. Yeah. Like 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 the the SS, the, the Stormtroopers and all them. And right, I was exactly. Like, and I'm just like, that's... So they're basically so the Nazi... They're the Nazi onion, right? Is that what you're telling me? No, they're like the Nazi Huffington Post. Because <laughs> the onion is funny. They're not funny. Not in the least. You know? But the one hey, thing that, that people the onion, been talking I'm about. not getting the onion feeds on my on my Facebook no more. Did they get banned from Facebook? No. Oh, you know what? I'll have to check it out because I haven't seen any onion articles in the last couple of days, and I get them on my feed. Yeah, same here. I may need to check that out. Because I'm trying to get rid of well fake out. news, and they might consider it fake news. Well, that's the thing. It's. They advertise as fake news. Of course it's fake news. It's satire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Facebook probably got an algorithm they have to use in order to do it correctly. You know what? That happened on YouTube with mm -hmm. all the, uh, the liberal pundits. Mm -hmm. It was like Armageddon out there because they changed their algorithm. So they weren't getting any advertising money at all. Mm. And these guys don't, aren't rich off of this stuff. They use that money to produce their shows. Right, right. So it's just like it, it was... You know, it was kind of messed up for a while. But some people have been asking, and, and let me ask you guys a, a serious question here. The a guy, uh, James, James Alex Fields, the guy who drove the car, who hit those people, do you think there's a chance he could get off? 
Well, his mama said he had significant mental health issues in the past, and she had to get him help for aggression. So he might get off on a mental health plea. I, I, I think she's full of shit. Uh-huh. Hello, oh, she's a mama. You say anything to save your baby. He's my baby. He doesn't mean to do it. My mama saved me from a damn quadruple murder charge. She got on that stand and lied her ass off. She knew I was a serial killer. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at that. But um, when I first I mean, saw but, the interview, when uh oh, was that Charles? No, I was at besides. She 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 did say that um he had black friends, right? Right. <laughs> I, 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 I heard a joke today. I was like, uh, I watched this dude called uh, the Cinema Snob, and uh, you just got to be on that wavelength. I love this guy. He's I, I watch his stuff every week, and he did a movie about uh, some guy who makes these religious fundamental movies and he's talking about abortion clinics and you know, and basically he was just like, hey, this guy is uh. You know, he's good with kids and all this other stuff. You know, he's like just like John Wayne Gacy. Oh my God, the clown murderer! That is funny. I got a picture of him right in front of my own computer monitor. I look up to him every day. Oh wow! <laughs> but there are some people who were thinking that this guy might get off. And you know what? If I didn't watch a video of a man running away from cops and watching the cop just shoot him like six or seven times in the back. And then have a jury acquit him. I would be like, mm. oh hell no, he's not getting off. Because they had the whole thing on video. Right? They had the video of the car just zooming in there at 40 miles an hour and just running people over. And then backing out and doing it again. There, there's I no. I haven't seen the footage. I'm not even trying to see the footage. Cause you don't want to mess around and make me get in my truck and run some people over. You know what I mean? Put it like this: the still photos are bad enough, you know. But I saw the video and I was just like, "There's no way this guy's getting off." But I don't know. I can't say 100 percent for sure. I mean, after what state is this? Virginia, West Virginia, what state? Virginia. Okay, now West Virginia, he would have got off for real, for real. Virginia. <laughs> Virginia is 50-50. West Virginia, 100%. You know what West I mean? Virginia, he would have become the mayor. Exactly. <laughs> the president. Why are you bullshitting? <laughs> like, like, thank you. celebrity. Don't. Statewide celebrity. Motherfucker would have been getting I, 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 Applebee's and shit. Yeah, don't fuck with West Virginia. It's a beautiful <laughs> state, though. Beautiful as hell. But, um, it's, it's sad that in this day and age, a lead pipe cinch like this and people still have their doubts because of stuff that happened in the past. You know. What's really sad is that we keep on verbalizing our surprise and, oh my gosh, I'm shocked. And yet we still don't seem to have the power to make change. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look how many of us, mm-hmm. no offense, Merck, but you know I always got to talk about your bitch ass. Uh, but look <laughs> how many of us didn't vote for a president you know, last year because I'm just not going to vote because I can't choose unless they're two evils. Fuck both them bitches. And here we are today, you know what I'm saying? Um, not saying that your one vote would have helped, it wouldn't have. I'm just saying, because gee whiz, she won by, what, three million and still lost? I mean, what the fuck kind of, this fucking electoral college shit is the foolish shit ever, you know what I'm saying? 
the Electoral College is basically a holdover from the slave days, so that go. states that had less there people can still well, have. Well, you know what? And it makes sense because we are still slaves. We're enslaved by we're financial. We're enslaved by finances. Culturally yep. enslaved by media. Um, uh, financially enslaved by being men getting um, eighty percent of what white men make. Women getting seventy or sixty percent of what white men make. You know what I'm saying? Mexicans right. getting around seventy-five, eighty percent. You know what I'm saying? I think right. they hold a little bit above us, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we're still, <laughs> as long as the powers that be, we are still enslaved, and enslavement we will be. And then the same whipping us. We ain't got, we ain't got whips on our back anymore. We got whips on our credit. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. I joked, I joked with, with somebody one day. I was like on the forums and it was complaining about uh, the N word, and I'm like, all right, I'll tell you this. We'll make a trade. You can use the N-word if I could have your credit score. How about that? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so. You can use the N-word if I fuck your wife. Ah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, switching gears really quick, uh, talk about North Korea, right? And I know we run out of time, so I'm just going to get to the meat and potatoes of it. Mm, I've I love seen potatoes. A, mm, yeah. I, I, I've seen a lot of people talk <laughs> about... Uh, how North Korea got their nuclear program, right? And they've been putting out false memes about uh, Bill Clinton gave them reactors and all that other stuff. And pause, pause, said, pause, pause. It's been, what, 55, 60 years since Hir- Hir- Hiroshima? Gee mm-hmm. whiz, you know how many smart people are in Korea? It doesn't take a rocket science to develop a nuclear bomb in 2017. Yeah. Enrich, enrich um, or what is it called? Rhodium or rhodium? What, help me out. What's the word now? Uh, uranium. Radium. That's not hard to come by. That's in the in the in the earth. I'm sure they can dig and find their own. It's not that hard. You know what I'm saying? But well, uranium is kind of rare and also it, it ain't that rare. It's not as rare as kryptonite, and I have some in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is. It is a deep process to enrich uranium to make weapons. It's really not that. I mean, if you're a, a country, you know, I mean, somebody can't make a reactor in their basement, although I think somebody actually did one day, but that's another story for another day. Um, and actually, Homeland Security helped them build it. Another story for another day. But um, to enrich uranium for weapons, it's a whole different process. So that's the whole thing with Iran. So Iran had a nuclear program for uh, power plants. But it's like, you're Iran, you're swimming in oil, you don't really need a nuclear power plant. But then again, right. so are we. We have nuclear right. power plants and we have oil. So I guess we can't just use that argument. But, but it's a cleaner fuel. I mean, we got one right there by your house. To be, you know what I mean, if you don't know it, Merck, look to the right of your house right now. You'll see that big-ass nuclear tunnel chimney thing. And I forgot that was a damn nuclear thing. I said, I'm not going to Raleigh yeah. no more. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is if that, if that thing malfunctions We're going to be like the Simpsons <laughs> Yeah but that's one in a million we have, We're going to have way more Ash, coal ash incidences Than we're going to have nuclear incidences You're right But in a, whole, in a whole nuclear program We might have had what three major ones What uh, the one in Russia Another one in another place In Long Island There's only ones that come to mind uh, Three Mile Island Yeah. There you go but here, here's the thing, though, right? Like I mentioned before, the only reason why Kim Jong-un wants nuclear weapons is as He's a deterrent. He's fucking crazy. 
sorry. That, well, that too. I mean, he is a, he is a madman, you know. But he wants those weapons as a deterrent because he doesn't want to end up like Gaddafi. He doesn't want to end up like Saddam Hussein. There you go, because you know he's next on my list. Because yeah. they right. gave up their nuclear weapons and they were either taken down by the United States in the case of Saddam or killed by their own people. You know, Gaddafi should have never been taken down. That was some bullshit right there. I'll tell you something real quick. I was in a, a, a Uber cab, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a gentleman from Nigeria. And we okay. were talking about African politics. Basically, I was just listening to him because I know nothing about African politics. Was he from Africa? He was from Africa. He was, he was from Nigeria. Oh, you better be, you better be careful. Them Africans hate us. You better be careful. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, he told me something that stuck with me. He was like, you meet people from all over Africa, right? And I was like, yeah, you know, he's, and I told him I meet people from Nigeria, from uh, Sudan, from uh, Congo, from, you know, from all over. He was like, have you ever met anybody from Liberia? And I was like, I thought about it for a second. I was like, no, no, I haven't. And he said, that's because in Liberia, yes, Gaddafi was a terrible human being. He said, let's not even, you know, let's get that out of the way. But... When uh, Gaddafi spent his money, you know, for the people, it reached all the nooks and crannies. It's not like trickle-down economics here in the United States. Their trickle-down really trickled down. So people don't normally leave Liberia like that, you know? And I was just like, and I'd never I met somebody from Liberia. Liberian girl. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, sir. I don't even know the word shit. (laughs) But... Basically, under Bill Clinton, there was a deal with North Korea. You know, we we slowed down their nuclear program, and in return, we were giving them aid. Right? wasn't a whole lot of aid. It wasn't it wasn't even that great of a deal, but it curbed their nuclear ambitions for a while. When Bush came in there, Bush didn't like that program at all because he felt it was appeasement. So he blamed. North Korea of breaking a deal so that they could scrap the deal. Now, here's the thing. From some of the people who actually studied this stuff, they were like, yeah, North Korea may have actually broken the deal. But the problem is this. Bush didn't like the deal, and he wanted to get rid of it, but he had nothing to replace it with. So once that deal was gone, North North Korea was off and running to build nuclear weapons, right? And, the, you know, to build up their ICBMs and all that other stuff. Now, would North Korea still have nuclear weapons? Probably, because they need it as that deterrent. But their program didn't take off until Bush uh, scrapped that deal. So when you see all these memes blaming Obama and blaming Clinton for the nukes in, uh, in North Korea, no, it was Bush's fault. Because Bush broke that deal. So we would either had, it would either been, uh, like I said, maybe 10 years down the line, they would have finally gotten some nukes. But now they have them now because of George Bush. So when people tell you about, oh, Bill Clinton, yeah, Clinton tried to stop him. And the problem with Obama is that there was really no bargaining chips. You know, it's like playing poker. No matter how great your hand is, if you only got two chips, what are you going to do? You know? Cheat. So, here's the thing. 
Obama was trying to put more pressure on China to help out. And even now, like with Bush, not Bush, sorry, with Trump, Trump's not helping. Because you can't make empty threats. Because then you're going to look like a jackass. That's what Bush did with the whole axis of evil thing. Oh, they're the axis of evil. All these threats. And then not doing anything. Right? Here's the thing. Right? If, you know, the whole thing with Obama, right? The plan that Obama had with Iran, you know, it's, it was working. We got Iran to give up their enriched uranium. We got them to curb their, their program. But what happened? Uh, they signed that, uh, when they put the sanctions on Russia, they put more sanctions on North Korea and more sanctions on Iran. And that's breaking the deal. Right. So what's to stop Iran now from going back to their nuclear program since we put more sanctions on them? Every time the Democrats try and do something diplomatic, the Republicans try and push it toward war because the war helps the military industrial complex. That's the thing. You got Lindsey Graham, fucking psychopath, talking about, uh, yeah, you know, you can go ahead and, and bomb uh, North Korea. North Korea and South Korea, it's like North Carolina and South Carolina. You think you could bomb North Carolina and South Carolina be perfectly fine? They're two halves of the same country. And this dude was in the Navy for like 20 years. You don't think, you don't think he knows that? He gets his checks from the industrial, uh, military industrial complex. So he's got to push for war. Even if it means killing thousands, no, millions of innocent people. And uh, Seoul, the capital of South Korea, is right near that uh, demilitarized zone. So let's just say even if North Korea can't reach us with missiles, they could sure as hell reach South Korea and Japan. So now China's stance is basically if North Korea attacks us and us and South Korea retaliate, China said they will not jump in. But if the United States attacks North Korea unprovoked, then China will jump in and defend North Korea. I think that's smart on China's part. But it's not helping because China is North Korea's biggest trading partner. Put it like this, Blue. North Korea, their GDP, they make less money than Arkansas. And Arkansas ain't making money like that. And yeah, North no, Korea makes the poorest states. In fact, I yeah. think it is the poorest state. Yeah, and North Korea makes less money than Arkansas. So wouldn't there be if Kim wanted to really help his people? Wouldn't he want to be our friends? You even think our president would allow allow him to be friends with us? You know what I'm saying? Like this might be an ego trip thing to see who's the craziest. The the problem is this: if they become friends with us, uh, then he'll lose power. You know what, lies, I can imagine this president actually making some deals to be everybody friend. This might be the person that unites the world. What you think about that? Who are you talking about, Trump? Oh, no, I was just talking out loud. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you figure the fact that Trump alienated all of our allies, our best allies, France, Germany, England. England, they don't even want him to come to the country. So, 
yeah, if, if this happens, we're on our own. We don't have any... You think Canada's going to jump in and help us? No. After the way Trump treated them? No. So, uh, it, it's just a, a mess. And you figure it's the worst time for, for to have a president like Trump right now. Because you can say what you want to about Obama and the way Obama handled North Korea. But how many times did you get in your inbox on Facebook or on your feed in Facebook uh, articles on what to do in case of a nuclear attack? You probably never got them in your box. I got three different articles in my feed last week on what to do in case of a nuclear attack. Three. That's more than I've seen in the last 10 years. So we got President Psychopath, you know, and he's not going to handle this situation with any sort of diplomacy because of his ego. But the problem is Kim Kim Jong-un will never try and be friendly with other nations because he needs to be isolated in order to keep his power. Yeah. If his people uh, rise up against him, he's done. So he's got to keep him hungry. He's got to keep him, you know, hungry and hurt in order to keep control. That's right. How do you keep a dog under control? You keep him dependent on you. And how do you do that? You feed him only when you want to feed him. Yep. And they're not the best managers. John Oliver talked about it last night. He said because of their mismanagement with food, uh, tens of thousands of people died in the famine, you know, a few years back. So it's going to be crazy. But like I said, if you see memes blaming Obama and blaming Bush for uh, – I'm sorry, blaming Obama or blaming Clinton for North Korea's nuclear program, don't believe it. George W. Bush, that that's your man right there, you know. That's my dude, yeah. He's not even dead yet, and he's killing us from the grave. <laughs> so, it's like Reaganomics, killing us from the grave. George Bush ain't dead yet, still killing us. Die, hmm. nigga. <laughs> Charles, what are your closing thoughts, man? What do you think about all this? Yeah, that's what I that's how I feel, Charles. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, my bad. I thought you were talking to Blue. My bad, man. But yeah, man, I, I just wanted to, to get more information in regards to the Charlotte Bill and of course uh, the Korea situation. That's so why, you know, I was tuning in, getting the knowledge from Merce, you know, and of course Blue. But yeah, it's it's, it's insane. I mean, that's just pretty much it. I mean, you know, you, you touched on the guy that that killed the lady and what injured like 19 people. Yeah. You know, and, and I feel like he's not going to get any time, you know, and that's, and like you said, it's just sad. <laughs> it's just what? sad that that's my way of thinking. <laughs> my thing is this, they're already saying second degree murder. And I'm like, uh, they said second degree murder and then some other lesser charge. And I'm like, no, you're talking about first degree murder and uh, 19 counts of attempted murder. Right. There was another story I didn't get a chance to to talk about it Because I'm still trying to find out information But there was a a Black man at that rally Who was surrounded and beaten by a bunch of Neo-Nazis They beat him with with poles And uh, 
the picture I saw, if it's true, yeah, they, they gashed him up pretty good. So I'm still trying to find out more about that. I know with, you know, with that whole vehicular manslaughter thing. Oh, even I said manslaughter. Um, that whole vehicular homicide thing. I, I think I think it took a back seat, but I think they they caught some of the people who did it. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Blue, what are your final thoughts? White supremacy is the opioid that's destroying America. Exactly, and 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 it's over the counter. <laughs> you don't even need a prescription. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But uh, that's all I had for now. All right, and that concludes this episode of Politics with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. Tune in on podcasts such as. Google Play Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, TuneIn Podcasts via Alexa products and Amazon. Then I'm so glad you came, girl. I'm starving. Yo, let me see what's in that Burger King bag. Okay, five for four. I hope that's a sweet tea right there. Oh, it is. Thank you, baby. All right. I'm so Oh.